Hit a button, Morty. Give me a beat. Oh, this is a podcast. Got my man Phil Nanda here with me, P Nan. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Yes, um, a lot of people that hear this, you know what I'm saying? They might know me, but well, definitely they might. They definitely know me because <laughs> no one's really checking for me unless you know who I am. So if you listen to this, you probably know who I am. But Phil, real quick, just run down and let people know who you are, how you know me, stuff like that. How I know you, man. I mean. Most people that know you probably do already. Some probably sort of know me. most, most, but not all. You know, um, I got a whole Hampton crew, so that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. but so, most of them know you, but th- not all of them. Well, the ones that do know me already know. Like, you know, we started off way back. I mean, before knew you since you were still Meg Show <laughs> or Meghead. See, only people that Meg know head. you remember the Meghead. So if Chill you're out. watching this, Meghead, yeah. Chill out. But, uh, but yeah, man, grew up together, man. Grew up, man, just being kids, being little, kicking it, playing football. I think football, sports was the first thing that brought all of us together. Yeah, um, yeah. You know what's crazy? I don't want to cut you off, but I do have to say this. I don't even know if you know this, but the whole, like, first, like, six, seven, eight months that I knew you, I did not really fuck with you for real. (laughs) We traveled, like, no, we traveled in the same circle. We traveled in the same circle for, like, a little bit before we got, like, real tight. But, like, I didn't really fuck with you. The only reason is because, you know... We come up in like the joning culture, like yeah, 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 yeah. everybody was joning on everybody. And but back boy, then, like, it was that's what I'm saying. Like it was like, okay, I don't mind getting flamed, but like by people I'm cool with, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> and I felt like you started flaming me before I was really cool with you. I was yeah. like, nah, like who the fuck is this guy? Like trying to cook me every chance he gets, but man, hey, it was. <clears throat> but back then, it was you know. Survival of the fittest. Yes, you know, either sure. eat or be eaten, especially when sure. it came to Jonah. And I feel like we came up in the era where Jonah was like at its highest peak. That's when people. No, you, you had to. This? I had to go to school with at least four or five like universal jokes for anyone. You know right. what I'm saying? And like you had, you had like horse. I literally that was like my homework. Like I had to go home, make sure before I got on the bus, I had at least three jokes that anyone could, like right. anyone said anything to me like. You know what I'm saying? Like, I was equipped. You know what I'm you saying? Had like, to be. You had to You be, had man. to be. And not just even with the punchlines or anything, but, like, the way you deliver it. The, like, like Lonnie B. Play, people like Lonnie B. Yeah. Well, I'm about to flame you, boy. <laughs> it, was a lot of, it was a lot of delivery. <laughs> delivery was key, 80% man. of Jonan is in the delivery, dog. Because right. a lot of niggas was saying the same shit over and over. Like, there's only so many times you can tell me I have a big head. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's only t- so many times I can tell you you were dark. Like, yeah, you know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, you, you got, it's all in the delivery. Deliveries all in the creativity and shit like that, dog. But yeah, man. So, you know, we started off there, high school, kicking it, grew up, learned a lot about life doing that. Then we kind of, you went off to Hampton, like you said, and I yeah. went to uh, Frostburg. Well, was traveling, playing soccer for a while. And I remember, I don't know if you remember this, but we both majored in biology. Yeah. And I remember asking you, like, yo, why you majoring in biology? It's like, I don't know, man. My, my cousin told me this is how you become a doctor. So I'm about to do I was like, dog, you know what? I'm about to be a doctor too, yeah. man. I can't let this guy Mech be a doctor. Yeah. I'm about to be just some random nigga. So I was like, yeah, man, I'm about to major in biology too. Uh, that's how yeah. you picked your major. Yeah, I, boy, I, I never told you this. Nah, that's crazy. Yeah, I mean, I because I, I literally picked mine just to pick it. Like I didn't, <laughs> I ain't fucking know. Nah, I was like, bro, he's about to do biology. You know, I think I, I could do. But I always took like honors, biology, yeah, yeah, AP, yeah, yeah chem, yeah, all that yeah. stuff, just because that was the only thing I was good at. But yeah, man, um, you know, if you know me, you know I, I like do soccer. 
you know, went to Frostburg for soccer, mm-hmm. played in Germany for a while, played in New Orleans for a little bit, New York. Did a lot of um, growing up yeah. playing soccer. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then coincidentally, as we're graduating school and as I'm like entering this next phase in my life, you're also coming home, you know, and now we're all just kind of getting together, you know? Yeah. So um, that that's pretty much it for me. Yeah. You know what I mean? I don't know what else. I mean, nah, that's lit. That's lit. Fucking, I mean, I know... I kind of want to touch on the soccer thing because that's right. kind of something I've kind of really like respected about you. Is like since I known you, I mean, we started off knowing each other through football, but I know sure. you played soccer. You know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> somehow I just knew that was like what your thing was. Yeah. And then you, like you said, you went to college for it. You, you know, what I'm saying, played like what semi pro was it? Yeah, I played semi pro, second division Bundesliga. Uh, played second USL pro. Yeah, um, in New Orleans and 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 stuff. So yeah, it was it was good experiences. But what's crazy to me is that that's your passion. You've made yeah. that work for you even up until now. Like, you know what I'm saying? You didn't even mention your coaching fucking MCs, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Women's, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But like, you've made that as your passion, make that that's like true. your living, like just here and there, like over your whole life. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like speak true. on how you was able to make that happen and how it's mean, come, come about for you. To be honest with you, I never really... Like, growing up, I, I always played soccer. I always been good at soccer. I always had in my head, I'm going to become a professional. That's just, like, God's telling me I'm going to yeah. turn pro. Like, no matter what. I knew that. But, um, you know, I never thought I would be coaching soccer. Yeah. Um, I and, and as you know, like, you mentioned we played football together, but... I've always football was like I gotta play football so I could be cool and that. And what's crazy is football this. and soccer are the same season, so you had to forego soccer. I had to forego soccer to play football. Play football, man, in the prime of my life. But I mean, I thought it was good because I, I still play club. I play I play club soccer for Damascus, and that's where I got a lot of like you know my looks by the pro clubs and stuff like that. But I never in a million years thought I'll be coaching soccer. You know, it just so happened that things. You know, I graduate from school. Pro soccer isn't really what I thought it would be uh, as far as the monetary and the reliability thing. So I return back home and I'm trying to make you know trying to figure out what my life is about. I told you I got the biology degree. Yeah. I, I was going to become a doctor. It was either pro soccer player or make my parents proud become a doctor. So I had this biology degree and I'm trying to figure out what to doing it um got a job right here in quality biological doing research and development wasn't really happy you know what i mean it wasn't it was it was paying the bills the money was good but i wasn't my purpose wasn't there the passion wasn't there yeah so you know as so things happen as everything else happens in my life people come in your life for random reasons one of them was a biology professor i was doing some research with so he got me into you know he was really really friends with the coaches at mc he loved soccer he was from trinidad and tobago so we'd always talk soccer he got to know my background my history so he introduced Introduced me to the woman's coach, and then the the guy just loved me from then. He loved my philosophy, my understanding of the game. So he just kind of used me here and there to help develop his team. And um, before I knew it, he was saying, uh, I got a better offer, but I don't want to leave this program in any other hands but you. Wait, so so when you met uh, the MC woman's coach, he just let you, like, what, you were his assistant? Or yeah, what? yeah. He, he brought me on as um, – 
what you would call like an apprentice because I wasn't getting paid. He was yeah. just kind of teaching me the ropes, teaching me the ins and outs yeah, of yeah. coaching. You know, I was just doing it just one to stay close to soccer, and two, I was just, I thought I was doing him a favor, not to sound cocky, no, 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 but you know, I was I'm all about helping people. I'm definitely you know me. I'm like a people's person, so I was like, yeah, I'll help him, man. I'll do as much as I can. So I was just kind of volunteer helping him out, you know, giving him some tactics here and there, run run a training for him here and there, show up to the games, kind of help him through his uh, tactical progressions, and um, he just loved me, man. He loved my my. I don't know what it was, yeah. but he loved some about me. Yeah. And the girls reacted to me. Yeah. You know, the girls they they played better. They they just liked the atmosphere, the difference I brought in. So it worked out, you know. And um, coincidentally, he got to move on, and he was like, he wants me to take over. Still wasn't sure if I wanted to be a coach because that just made me feel old. <laughs> <laughs> I, was like, yeah, I was I was like 24 at the point. Yeah, you know, I was like, man, I'm still trying to maybe play pro. You know, I'm still kind of young. But he was like, yeah, man, I want you to do this. I want you to become a pro. And at that, coaching girls, like, yeah, what's that? What's that like? That's a crazy girls, dynamic. Man. You're not a girl, <laughs> but like, no. With, I mean, not- with coaching, the one thing is like you gotta get like the people that you're coaching to respect you and That's like true. not even just respect you though but like you know what i'm saying want to go to war you. yeah like yeah. Bond, like it's really it's really a bond you know what I'm saying? True, how, how do you what's that like well i gotta tell you the girls is a lot harder because with the guys you could just come in and that bonding will come straight off of just you know them relating to you you yeah. know what i'm saying the common <clears throat> grounds and especially me being at 24 you know most of them enter in the college like 18 19 20 years old so it's like just two three years ago i was in their shoes that's what I'm, that's, that's crazy you know to me mean? you know what i'm so, saying that's crazy to me so yeah those dynamics definitely help break those little layers that you know you got to get through to start to truly bond with these you feel players. like you can understand where they're totally. at like totally. mentally and stuff yeah man definitely definitely that's that's one of the biggest i think traits that sets us apart from the rest of the teams we compete with mm-hmm. is one the age of the coach it's not just me my entire coaching staff is young and my entire coaching staff either played soccer at mc or close to the culture of soccer here not too long ago yeah so um so that's good but the part that's hard honestly is with the girls it's the emotional stuff man that <laughs> i remember my first experience with a girl um coaching emotionally I walk into the coach's office and he's like, Phil, you got to have a seat with this dude. There's this girl. She's freaking out. And I don't know what to do, man. Like, you just got to just have a seat. Watch. <laughs> just be prepared. I was like, what the hell is going on, man? So she comes in there and she's been mad all practice, apparently. And she's like, so I hear you're moving me from left back to right back. And is it because I suck? And she just starts bawling, crying. And I'm like, wait. Is, is is this this can't be normal right and he's like nah it's an everyday thing just watch just watch so she's bawling out yeah. crying i'm talking snots coming out of yeah. her nose like yeah you know what i'm saying i ran to grab her a tissue and it was just it was it was crazy but i mean the whole thing the crazy thing about it is we were moving her from left back to right back because she uses her right foot to hit the ball diagonally across the field, which the left back couldn't. So it was a great thing. But she automatically saw it as, like, her primary position is left back. So yeah. if you're moving her right back, that means she's be, not yeah. doing something wrong yeah. in left back. And she made it this huge deal. And that's just – that was my first experience realizing um, girls overcomplicate everything. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it's not because – 
you know, they want to overcomplicate everything it's because they care so much. One thing I can tell you about girls compared to men is the passion is yeah, there yeah. a lot more than the men. You know what I mean? Yeah. The men are in it for personal gain. The women are in it for the passion of yeah. the sport or the coach or their teammates. You know, that was one of the biggest things that I see in them. And then the, the other biggest things were like I coach boys like Younger Academy and girls too. The boys, when you tell them to set their goals for the season, they're all like, man, I want to score 30 goals. I want to come in first place. I want to be like MVP. And the girls are like, I just want to bond. Like, I hope we can make, you know, good relationships. I hope. Yeah. I want to make sisters. There was like four straight up comments that were like, I just wanted us to all be sisters. Guys don't do that. Guys are like, man, I just want to. Get a starting yeah. spot no matter who's in my yeah. way. Like so that was another thing. So, you know, it's just the emotional part. Yeah. You know, it's it's like it's a double edged sword because it can work so well for you if you can really get in tune with it and understand it. Yeah. But if you don't, it can work terribly for you. Yeah. That's the main difference in men's and women's men. That's crazy. Yeah. So so how long have you been coaching at MC? Hmm. MC, this just ended my third year there. Um, literally like two weeks ago, we just yeah. got back from the national tournament. National um, tournament, shout out to yeah. I told you like yep. yeah, I was real proud of you for that. Yeah, yeah. You, Speak a little bit on like you know what I'm saying what you've done at MC since you've been there. So, like a little humble brag, man. <laughs> just just nah, because I know, but you know what I'm saying. Let yeah, people man. know like what you've done since you've been there. Yeah, this this for me is honestly one of like the harder things to harp on because I'm taught. So I told you before, like I learned life through sports, and one of the biggest things in sports is being able to be confident but being humble. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I rarely get to talk about yeah, I'm this good or I'm that good or I've done these. But um, at MC, we've we've done well, and I would say we because it was the entire coaching staff, it was the entire program. Um, but we we've done well. When I came on. Um, I think they were okay team. They were almost like a 500 team. Yeah. Uh, never really got to advance out the region as much as they wanted. Um, I know a few years back they were able to advance and win the national title, but it's been like a curse. They've always been stuck making it to the semis or losing in the quarters, even though they make it to the playoffs. So coming in my first year, I was able to you know, have a little bit of change. We won a regional championship my first year there and i was like dude this is awesome yeah. i might i might actually be good at this. Yeah. you know what i mean so our confidence started to build and we wanted to change more in the program you know what man yeah. let's not just stop with a regional championship let's get a district championship you mean let's you go and to your coaching staff huh you and your coaching staff yeah me and our coaching staff, staff. Yeah. you know we were <laughs> like dude like man the, the sky's the limit we're yeah. young we could do let's put in the work first let's turn year, this hit the regionals first of course you think it's bigger next year man but coming into next year, we were like, we're not sure how far we can go. Let's just try to get another regionals, but let's try to look good doing yeah, it. You yeah. know what I mean? So coming to next year, game after game goes by and, you know, goal after goal, practice after practice. Before you know it, we're done with the season and we're undefeated. Damn. You know what I mean? And we're beating teams, Division One teams, Division Two teams, Division Three teams. And I'm like... Ah, this is. <laughs> I'm starting to like this women's coaching thing, man. Jesus, like, you know what I mean? Feeling like Gino Arieva, <laughs> <laughs> right? I think I understand these girls. Nah, <laughs> it's like an epiphany happened, and I'm, you know, everything is good when you're winning, and slowly sure. I'm, I'm starting to understand myself too, and I'm like, dude, I, I'm. This is good. We're awesome. 
So so we're winning, and next thing you know, we win our regional title, we win a district title, and we get a national berth. You know, we're ranked second in the nation. So my second year there, I remember talking with the AD, and she gave me my goals, and her goal for me was for just to get to the regional finals. Yeah. So we surpassed those goals, you know. We, we produced two All-Americans, which was unheard of from the same school. So we did really, really well that year, and that was my second year. So... Coming into this year now, um, you know, we did good as well. Brand new team. You know, a lot of people don't know this, but coaching Juco, you only get the girls for two years or the players for two years. So two years, they're done. I already had my two years with that group. Yeah, the turnover is tough, man. So we get a new team this year, completely all freshmen, you know, got to reach my everything. So we didn't expect much. Again, our goals for the season were just to be 500. You know what I mean? So we ended up being uh, like nine and seven or something. Uh, we ended up winning the region and the district again, making it to national. So a three-peat for the regionals, which is, you know, um, breaking records at Montgomery College, yeah. but also setting the standard, which is what uh, all the coaches and the staff and the program, and especially the AD wanted to do. So um, so far, so good, man. I'm just glad sure. God has given me the opportunity to really um, give me the stage to, to really show my my gifts and my talent yeah, that yeah. he's given me man. that shit I'm is crazy because i feel like it's even in a way to me it's like even bigger than soccer like uh, you know what i'm saying like the reason i asked you is because like dog like this is something that you've been doing and like just through like you was working at mc for free you know what i'm saying and then like it just turned into yeah. this opportunity you know what i'm saying like right. that's that's crazy like you really gotta like follow your fucking passion that's true that shit. man that's I feel true. like just things like turn out, you know what I'm saying? Like turn out the way they're supposed to be. I mean, I feel like your story is not anywhere near over, but it's like, mm. it's, you know what I'm saying? Like all these things in place, like it's becoming, it's sure. becoming exactly, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And just like the way it started is how it's supposed to start. It's just mm. naturally just doing it because you want to do it. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Which, <clears throat> you know what I'm saying? Not everybody can do. So that's what's up. Yeah. But, um, Definitely wanted to talk to you also about like what what other what other kind of things you you got going on with you outside of soccer because you're a man of many uh, <laughs> many things. Yeah, but I'm I'm uh, um I'm trying I'm really really trying to really uh, figure out me as a yeah. person and in that sense in that same light I'm realizing certain skills that I have and yeah. certain talents and gifts that, you know, I might have not have paid attention to because I was so focused on becoming a professional soccer all my life, soccer player all my life that, you know, I might have missed out on. But now I'm starting to do little things like the creative parts of me are coming out. You know, I always played like music. Yeah, yeah. What's crazy, like- bro? I was literally telling my sister <laughs> the other day. Uh, we I, we was just like drinking and shit, and I was telling Gochi that fucking like you were in a band when yeah. we were younger. Like, you know what I'm saying? I was like, dog. Was, uh, I, I was like, dog. Like literally, I used to ask Phil to like teach me how to play the drums yeah. and teach me how to play the guitar, and I cannot get that shit. You know I what I'm saying? Like I was, I was. This just... is this, and she was like, "What did he play?" I was like, "Play the drums." He played the guitar. I was like, "He's yeah, literally the type he that he could like, he could like, you know what I'm saying? Hear a song and then just like be fucking with the instrument until he gets that sound yeah. goes on to the next you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. note and then like we'll fuck with it until he gets that note and then go back to the first two you know what I'm saying like right. really like taught himself how to do that shit which is like not something that any and everyone That's can true. do 
It is different. It's. I mean, when did you, you start doing the music thing? Like, do you remember when it kind of like just like fell off? Yeah, it, it fell off when I don't know if you remember when I left for Germany when I signed that contract for Germany. Oh, yeah, I yeah, knew yeah. I kind of had to say goodbye to the music thing. The music thing was fun. I mean, you get to do like I was this football, soccer playing African black guy Musician. in a, in a emo <laughs> punk rock, you know. Uh, contemporary jazz, Brazilian jazz, like we were doing all these things, you know what I mean? So it was fun, man. It was, it was dope. I felt like a little rock star in this small town of Gaithersburg. You remember we used to go to Growlers and everybody would show up and it was, it was, it was awesome, man. But, you know, like I said, these, these talents are God given and like I'm, I don't read music. I've never read a note. I attempted to, I took a class at MC (laughs) about music and I was like, God, I would never do this. You know what I mean? But, um, but yeah, I, 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 I love music. I love food. Um, I love travel. Yeah. That's that's one of my biggest things. You yeah, know what yeah. I'm saying? It's travel, getting to know cultures, getting to know everything. And I think one of the biggest ways to know about cultures and one of the universal languages in this world, I think it's one, um, music, mm-hmm. two, art, and three, food. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? So um, I love getting to discover that. So I know I've had talks with you, and you being the creative mind that you are, I've been trying to get into traveling more and yeah. documenting that travel more. Well, travel vlog coming soon. Yeah, travel vlog <laughs> coming, coming soon, man. That shit you guys coming be on at some point. Nah, that's yeah, crazy. Yeah, man. nah, for real though. We can we can even speak on that. Fucking, yep, yep. you know what I'm saying? Nigga just hit up Columbia. Yeah, you know what man. Saying? You can tell us. Cartagena. I saw the footage, but we nah. Yeah, we're putting we're putting something together. We're putting yeah. something together. I don't want to say too much, but at least tell us about the <laughs> it's trip. It's in though. the making. For tell sure. tell us about the trip though. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So the trip was dope, man. Like I. I've been to many, not many places, but I've been. I feel around. like you've been to a few places. Yeah, you know, you said you lived in Germany. You lived in New Orleans for a little bit. Yeah. New Orleans is like another country. It's in totally itself, different like, country. Yeah, man, but like, like uh, yeah, you and you weren't even born here, were you? No, nah, I was born in Cameroon. Yeah, when did you West move Africa. here? Moved here when I was eight years old, ninety eight. Damn! So you yeah, really damn? Moved I, here I, in I the thought blizzard, you moved here where you were like. Two or three. Nah, Damn, you, nah. So you really like saying, grew yeah. up in Cameroon. Grew up in Cameroon. Damn, man. I, bro, I'm, I'm literally learning that about you right now. That's crazy. <laughs> really? That's crazy. I thought you knew that this whole Nah, time. I knew you lived there for a little bit, but I didn't know you like yeah. lived there till you were eight. I moved here when I was eight. No, yeah. not not to America, but to Montgomery County. To Montgomery County. When okay. I was like six, seven, eight, or something, like yeah, around man. that age. But like, Changed that's crazy. No, because what's crazy is that like, I remember my life in PG before moving here. Mm-hmm. So, like, mm-hmm. you remember your whole... What yeah. was, like, Cameroon like before you came to the States? And do you remember when you first came to the States and what that was like? Yeah, man. I got to say, the older I get, the more faint my memory of Cameroon yeah, that becomes. Sense. But, I mean, there's stuff that are, like, yesterday. And I remember... Cameroon was just everything to me. And I was like, I remember getting the news and they were like, we're coming to America. I was like, heck no. Yeah. You know, most, most kids or most people in Cameroon would be like, yeah. Yeah. They'd be excited. We've hit the lottery. Like, like, (laughs) this dude, we're going to heaven. Like, forget all my friends. I have little cousins now. I have little cousins now that like when they found out they was moving (laughs) here for like, because they go to school here now. When they found out they was moving, they were just, let me know when. You hit the lottery. But for me, I was a bit different. You know, I'm always thinking more of the like, how the people going to be like, like, you know what I mean? Cameroon, there are a lot of black people, some white people, some Asian people. But the main thing I was like the culture shock of like just 
different culture, different not culture. your culture. You know what I mean? The 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 diversity, the the food was. I told you, food is one of the biggest things for me, man. So you know, the food, just things like that, just fitting in. So I was pretty. Like I don't want to go. You know what I'm saying? I just I was eight years old, but I finally met a girl that I liked, and I think she liked me too, because she said I smelled good. Yeah. You know? <laughs> you know, so I was like, I don't want to go. You know what I mean? I'm starting to get bitches. Yeah, now. like you can't do that. Yeah. But you know, I came here, and I think that totally changed everything yeah. for me. Like coming here literally helped me realize, and I think this was the biggest things that I saw as the biggest change in my growth coming here. I realized, yo, this world is small, man. How like, so? I mean, how so? Because when I lived in Cameroon, I thought Cameroon was everything. I oh, thought my right. town was huge. Oh, I, I thought just going down the street and seeing somebody was an adventure. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? My mom sent me to buy a loaf of bread from a store that was a 10-minute walk. I was like, yeah, I'm yeah, going yeah. out. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then I travel literally halfway across the world, seeing snow. You know <laughs> what I mean? Like, just, just the craziness <clears throat> of that. Just that change and just you realizing that, dang, like, there's so much more to this world yeah that i can fathom but it's just a day away you yeah, know what i yeah, mean or right. just you know being that determined away so i think that kind of helps shape my view and just man i don't want to restrict myself to just one country or one culture you know what i mean and that's why now in me finding myself i'm just traveling yeah. i'm starting to get back in tune with that kid that i was when i first came here and i was like wow this is actually awesome. You know, traveling is actually yeah. changing me, and I, I like, actually I like, like it. In order to get those type of new experiences that you haven't experienced before, yeah. you kind of got to go to a place you've never been. A place you know you've never saying? been, Because, yeah. like, you got to experience those different, like, cultures and shit. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? That's, that's, that's really real. And, the, the I mean, the most growth steps out really happens when you're out your comfort zone. And it's funny. That's one of the things I preach to my players as a coach. And that's one thing that's been apparent in every chapter of my life. One thing, I love being complacent. You know what I mean? Who doesn't? Most humans love being in a comfortable place. Yeah. But somehow, some way, through God, through whatever's going on, I've been always been kind of pushed out of that comfort zone. And I realize that's where I've grown the most, you know? Yeah, so, that's real. <clears throat> yeah, man. Yeah. yeah. Let me so, yeah, coming here from Cameroon was, was pretty dope, you know? And um, I think one of one of the things we were talking about was how, like, just being in a new place and not realizing, like, you know, everything is so different, but yet everything is very similar to human how nature were. is very the same. Yeah, like, you know humans I mean? are very the same in nature. Like, <clears throat> you know what I'm saying? Like, you can go to any culture, but you'll see like the same types of human beings, you know what I'm saying, within those cultures. Like, you got the leader, you got the, I mean, just like, like whatever, yeah, like whatever it is, the people that like do things without thinking, the people that think too much, like, Mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? Just like every culture has like the same types of human beings, you know what I'm saying? So it's really crazy. I mean, I feel like experiencing different cultures is definitely important and definitely... You know, it, it, it'll it change your whole... Because, like, like you said, bro, this world is very small. Yep. Like, we can't even really fathom. Like, I've only been... It's crazy. Like, 
I've been out the country a few times, but I've only been to like two other countries other than the U.S. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but I feel like having been to those two countries, I feel like I've been all, all over the world. Too. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, Heck yeah, man. because like people that I know that haven't been out the country, they like are just itching to get out. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? It's like, damn, I've been out. You know what I'm saying? Or, not even, but or, not even to sound like I'm better or anything. It's just right. that like, it's like, you know what I'm saying? Having been out, I understand like why people would want to get out. You yeah. know what I'm saying? But yeah. and then kind of, I kind of still have this like subconscious thing where it's like, I go to the same like, okay, like for Nigeria example, I go, I go there all the fucking times. Mm-hmm. But like, it's so contrast from here that like, if I go there, I feel like I've gone to every third world country. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> not, nah, not even, not even Dude. because like, but third Nigeria world countries, third world countries. I, I mean, it's Nigeria not a, third, it's not a, really no, no, but that's not, no, that's not third world. But like, some parts of it oh, yeah, are like so ghetto that it's like. It's it, it might be, as well. Yeah, it might as well be third world. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. So it's like when we go to those parts, it's like okay, I experienced this type of lifestyle. You know what I'm saying? Then we go to the nicer parts of Nigeria. It's like okay, this is nice and like you know what I'm saying, mm-hmm. really like upscale, but it's not America. You know it's what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Which is not to say America's better. It's just that like I would like I like to experience that like upscale but not mm-hmm. America type culture. You know what I'm saying? But right. also get that third world. Not that I'm looking for the third world shit, but, but just it's like that that humble just for that vibe. humble shit. Yeah, because yeah, like I agree, bro. Like I remember the first time I went to Nigeria, it was a culture shock for me. It mm-hmm. was like damn, like. Power going out in every day and everybody's just okay with it. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm like, nah, like, who do we call? Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, let's get, this, bring out let's the get candles, this power right? back. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> and everybody just like, yeah, nah, just wait till tomorrow. You know what I'm saying? Like, not even just running water. You know what I'm mm. saying? Things like that. And then the first time I did it, it was like, what the fuck? I need to go back home. Second time I did it, I was like, uh, when are we going back home? Third time I did it, I was like, uh, all right, whatever. But like, I want to go back home. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. and then like now it's just like, dog. Like, I don't even like care. You know what I'm saying? So I really don't you even know what's care. Crazy is, uh, you know, I've ever since I came here when I was eight, I haven't been back. You oh, know, so, and I've been to like, you know, over I think like eleven now, different huh? countries, huh? I said it's probably much better now since the last oh, time it's, you it's remember. Tremendously better. Yeah, but continue. you know what I mean. It's a lot better. <laughs> but the crazy thing is how you've been back so many times, yeah. and you weren't born there. Yeah. But that's you know that's where I'm from. That's me. Not not to say you know what I'm saying Nigeria isn't your home, but for me it's like, you know, that's my roots. Yeah. All in I breath that air before yeah. any other air. Yeah. You know what I mean. And I've been here ever since. You know. Eight to one of my twenty seven, almost twenty years now. You haven't gone back. You know since what I mean? In twenty years, that's crazy. You know, so I'm actually back in that itching time? to go back. Have your parents gone back in that time? Yeah. So my <laughs> parents go back almost every year. Oh, sometimes boy. twice a year. They got a lot of business and stuff going oh, on okay. there. You know, Carl's been back. My older brother, um, a couple of times. Just me and Nina haven't. One mm-hmm. of the things was school. You know what I mean? And me too, traveling and soccer and. Signing a contract, you can't just disappear. Yeah, for, that's true. You know what I mean. So, um, but yeah, dude, I, I really got to go back. I really got. I just caught you say you say you've been or lived in eleven different countries. I've been <coughs> in eleven different. You've been countries. to eleven. I've 11? only lived in three. That's crazy. Yeah. What countries have you been to, or what's like your favorites? Oh, I think <laughs> my favorite. This might sound weird, but my favorite was actually Germany. Yeah. yeah which Why uh, would that be weird? 
I don't know because I'm not. I one, I hate the cold. Yeah, you know. Two, I don't strike you to be like, yeah, Germany. Germany. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, listen, Todd. Yeah, dude. I, I like Brazil. You know, countries yeah. like that. I'll I would figure that will be yeah, my favorite yeah. country. You know what I mean? But yeah, Germany. I it was surprisingly good. But you, you know? lived in Germany, right? Yeah, I lived for in Germany. Long? I was I was there for a little under a year. Um, it was it was dope because I, I was playing. That was like I said. That's where I signed my first uh, pro that was contract. The drinking culture. Oh, the drinking culture. It's dude. lit. Lit. <laughs> I told you, yo. I came back here with hair on my chest, dude. Yeah. I came back here and I was like, yo, all those keg fest and high school parties yeah, ain't got nothing. shit on me, That's man. That's crazy. Yo, Germany was lit. Yeah. It was so. Dude, I don't know if you saw. I got the picture with Tony Gonzalez. No, I did. I did see that. Yeah, that was in Germany. Was There's just one spot in Dusseldorf, man. Yeah. yeah, all the celebrities come out and party. Yeah. And one of the things that they do, especially the stars here in the states, uh, like the football stars and the basketball stars, not that many people are hip to them in Germany. Yeah. So they go to these spots knowing damn well they're not going to be like ostracized or like just being like, you know, uh, bars for like, yeah, you know, paparazzi like here. Yeah, this yeah. person wants yeah. that. You know, it's a lot more chill, a lot more. I, I swear I was the only person in there that knew who Tony Gonzalez was. That's crazy. So I was like, is that a wrestler? Or something? That's Why crazy. Why is he so big? I was like, nah, dude. With that nigga like six, that's Tony. Six. Yeah, he's he like, like six, six, five, six, six, six. Look yeah. at that picture. Yo, yeah. I was like, no, I remember, no, I remember it, but it was so long ago. Like, I remember huge, seeing him, but yeah, he's, like, he's, he's huge, a big But guy. he's a humble guy. Yeah. He's like, he's ridiculously humble, dude. He asked me, did I want to take a picture with him? Want to take a picture? I was I'm like, wait, 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 wait. <laughs> you're the celebrity, man. You might want to look back on this. You might want to tell your friends you met me. Yeah, bro. It was dope, man. But Germany was cool, just how friendly people were, the food, and, you know, the soccer. One thing I'm passionate about is soccer, and there's yeah. no country more passionate about football than uh, than Germany, you know. So it was it was amazing. And, um, and one of the things that's weird about Germany is there's a lot of African culture in Germany. It might be biased because I have uncles that live there, yeah, and they yeah, kind yeah. of showed me they probably that showed life. You around, yeah, but still. But the African culture was dope. The Turkish culture, not to mention the Turkish women, but the <laughs> Turkish culture was beautiful, man. Yeah. My favorite thing, I would eat Turkish kebabs, uh, breakfast, brunch, lunch, dinner, midnight snack, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Pre-workout, I'm just crushing Turkish yeah. kebabs. That was like my thing to eat there. Yeah. Um, but I love that country. And um, Colombia was dope, too. I don't know how to describe Colombia is lit. Yeah, Colombia was lit, dog. and I'm tell I'm telling you, next time I go, which will probably be around my birthday yeah. in two months, you got to come down. That's man. um, that's you're going to Colombia again. You're going somewhere else. Well, it's two op three options actually, yeah. but I think we might limit it to two. We're gonna do a Brazil, uh, Colombia trip, like two in one. Maybe spend like you know one week in Brazil, two weeks in Colombia. Yeah. Uh, that's one option, or we got the the Asia option where we're gonna hit up three different countries. We're gonna do Thailand, then we're gonna do South Korea because mm -hmm. I mean, yo, I'm into fashion, and I think the fashion in South Korea is like the dopest. Forget For about real? Milan, forget about uh, Pai. Um, you know that South Korean For culture like, who, is what, booming. What, 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 man. Are there brands coming out of South Korea? Or like, yeah, what, they, what do you they mean by their, their, have, have you heard of the Uniqlo <laughs> store? No. Nah. Oh man. 
not even hip to the fashion like oh, I should be. Bruh. But I'm not even hip like dog. I'm not even hip to the fashion like well, I used to be or should be. Like, <laughs> it's not for real, bro. Like I literally. I mean, literally. So that's another <clears throat> one of the things why I love Germany. Is it really got me hip to yeah. like fashion and how like you could be different so no offense to being here in the states but in the states like a young black male is supposed to dress this prototypical way yeah yeah, yeah. you know what i'm saying phone pauses you know what i'm saying these kind of if you're not dressed in that you looked at as, as, at least as you're trying this so you're guy, trying you know what I'm saying? similar like, to how it was trying hard you know <laughs> nah, I think it's similar to how it was when it's like oh you're not playing football or basketball yeah, then yeah, you're, like, come on yeah, you're not you're, cutting you, you, you know right? what I'm saying <laughs> like, you're not you rocking the latest yeah, you know like, Jays you you're not you cutting are. nah that's real you know but I I get to Germany and I'm starting to see guys they're wearing you know what I'm saying they're wearing pea coats instead of you know Helen Hansen the North Face jackets and they're rocking you know Hugo Balls jeans instead of you know I don't know uh, American Eagles you know I'm saying North Face sweats and they're slim fit jeans and they're wearing Chelsea boots instead of Timberlands and it's just but you can wear all of that stuff you could just express yourself people don't care people don't care not that they don't care but just that you don't have you don't have to be a black person wearing this or a to white person that, wearing yeah. this. Like, you can literally go outside and explore. And and as I as I started to do that, I started to really damn. I really like fashion. I'm really hip to one of these. You know what I'm saying? And so what like, is it about South Korean fashion that's, that stands out to you? Like? I just um, I don't know. It's just something about how they wear their clothes and how like. They're, I feel like is Bape inspired by like Korean culture? I feel, or is that a cause or what is that? Nah, the Bape Bape is actually inspired by I want to say French culture, but the South Koreans just took it so yeah. hard. You know what I mean? Yeah. And they take the hip hop culture. Yeah, no, that's real. So that's hard real. in that's South real. America, and you know dog, for a while, South America loves Nerd. Nerd, <laughs> yo, they, they love, love them that so stuff, for real. man. No, that's real. And like real. you know when when Lil Wayne was rapping Bape and oh, Ape, yeah. all that oh, stuff. Yeah. Oh my god, they was popping over there. But you know, I think what they do best is they take other fashion senses and other fashion ideas and just put it well together. Yeah, you know what I mean. They'll they'll be the ones, and I saw they were the one of the first people to do this, where get some uh, some Yeezy boots Mm -hmm. and rock with some real skinny zipper type (laughs) jeans, like you know what I mean. But then they'll rock it with like a a baggy like big ass overcoat or overcoat. You know what I mean? And and jean jacket, and they're good to go. Like. It was it was so dope, you know, and watching them do that, I was just like, damn, they're they're on a whole nother wave. They're on a whole nother wave, man. So I wanna go over there and check that out. Yeah. Um and then we're gonna do Hong Kong, um and and uh, you know, just kinda see Japan a bit. So those are those are the options. Um, most likely we're going back to Colombia. This nigga said I had too much of a good time. <laughs> most likely <laughs> we're going to Colombia. Colombia was too lit. Too lit, man. I'm tell- Yo, we went on this boat tour, <clears throat> five different islands a whole day. Yeah, oh, man. You I'm- went. Who'd you go with? You so Sam, it was me, my boy Sam, and my boy Joel, and these three girls that Joel knew. So, and I know you know Sam. And one of the crazy thing is everybody, and we were just talking about this before we started this podcast. How like 
Everybody in our crew is just hitting. Everybody's yeah, just everybody finding their on, stride. You know what I mean? Everybody hitting on all cylinders. All cylinders. Good to see. So you, it's good to see. you know, Sam and them. That's that's like the travel crew. You know, part of their crew is is Rose, Black Black Rose. Yeah. He has a new single coming out. Shout he out has Black a new track coming out. You yeah. know what I mean? A whole album, half a dozen roses. Check it out. That kid's phenomenal, yeah, man. He's nice. He was he's on nice. Vibe. Vibe picked him up. Yeah. Did a did a couple uh, uh, I pieces say, on dog, him. I gotta say that stay. That stay awake, John. That was called stay awake. Stay or stay awake. Woke? Stay yeah. awake. Stay awake. The, oh like, no! Like hey, that's that's um. <clears throat> what's his name? Uh, but, but Black Rose produced a lot of those yes. tracks, right? Yeah, that shit was Black, crazy, bro. I just he's to say that. he's good that himself, dude. He's that crazy. Is nice. He's crazy. And he's from Cameroon too, West Africa. Man. What's Wait, that? both of them are, are uh, nah, Black just. Rose? I know um, what's his name is African he's so dope, too. Some kind of African. Yeah, I just don't know where. Yeah. I don't know why I'm drawing a blank to yeah, his name yeah, right now. Yeah, but, but yeah, Rose is from Cameroon, and you know they also stay with Yamil. Yamil just dropped his his video to his single "Around uh, the Way." Um, so everybody's booming, and they're yeah. getting in contracts. They're getting all these big scenes. You know, Rose is doing big things, and Sam is managing all of that. Yeah. Sam finally decided to grow up and start this <laughs> this this managerial role he's been talking about. So, um, so yeah, he's doing big things, and we're all growing, and so we're working hard, so we're partying hard at the same time and doing all this traveling. You know what I mean? And that's why, and I told you, they're, they're trying to get on with you, and you need to come on this trip, man. And I'm telling yeah. you, dude. I, yeah. <laughs> I know you're busy. I, yeah, I know you're saying, busy, I mean, bro. You're working too much. You work hard, yo, much, but so you got you to gotta nah, play yeah, hard. That's true, that's true, that's true, that's true. So we got 2018 coming up. Is there anything you're not doing right now that you want to be doing? Either I mean, not even like moving. Forget moving into the new year. I feel like New Year's resolutions are bullshit. Anyway. <laughs> <They're> a- <laughs> like, no one follows their fucking New Year's resolution. And if you're waiting for the new year to like change your life, then nah. there's something wrong with you anyway. Life doesn't live on a calendar. Hell but nah. anyway, are there things that you're like not doing right now that you want to be doing? Any kind of mm. things? Endeavors? Anything like that? I got a whole list of stuff I wish I could be doing. Right <laughs> I know now, you do. Um, I think one of the biggest thing, and again, we're talking about this whole fashion thing, man. I'm trying to start like a, um, like some kind of a brand, like some kind of a look that's distinct to this area, and not just that, like our culture, like. For example, this first generation African American thing, man. Mm-hmm. Like, and you can relate just as well as I can relate. How weird and how difficult sometimes it's being being an African American. That's real. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? That's like, real. just having to uphold the standards of African know, culture that African, just doesn't even apply here in not the even States. Like, you know though. what I'm saying? Like, it don't even, like, like don't even make sense. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, stupid. I know what you it's mean, stupid. bro. stupid. You know what I mean? And then having to adapt that with having to fit in in the American society yeah. is different. You know what I'm saying? But with that comes our own distinctive, like, outlook on You know life. what's crazy? Yeah. I don't want to cut you off, but, like, what's crazy is that, like, that's becoming something, bro. Like, I so agree. if you're saying you want to, like, you no, know what I'm saying, do that, hey. you got to move back. Cause, like, you, you think of, like, I, honestly, I see it a lot in television mm-hmm. and, like, comedy. And, like, you think of Aziz Ansari, like, he's coming up off the whole, like, you know what I'm saying, for yeah. uh, other cuz, uh, Hassan Minaj. You fuck with Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he got that special oh, on Netflix, about, uh, Homecoming um, King. Noah, Noah, um, 
from South Africa. The dude from uh, Tra- oh, Trevor, Trevor Noah. Noah. Trevor yeah, Noah is my Noah. guy, dude. Um, yeah, he's another. Uh, you see, you ever seen the show Fresh Off the Boat? Yeah, <laughs> that show. Gets but me, that, dude. Bro, you know what's crazy about that show? You know hilarious. what's really crazy to me about Fresh Off the Boat huh. is that that's Asian culture. True, but that show is literally my childhood. It's you know what I'm saying? Much, like, yo. it's nothing to do with African culture, but that show is yeah. literally like what it's like with me when I was growing up as a kid, bro. Like, literally, it's like yeah, all my friends. Like, I'm so I'm so into like hip hop culture and yeah. like sports culture and like American sports, though. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? And it's like. Like all my friends, I'm all, I'm all into this shit, and then when I go home, it's like you know, it's like no, my parents yeah. want me to do stuff like yeah, you know, what I'm you know? <laughs> like I'm like yo, I want this new video game. Yeah, now, yeah. Like, video game, video game. <laughs> Get that up here, my friend. Video, yo, I'm t- and that's that's yeah. what I was talking about earlier. When I was like, yo, you come here and you realize, yo, there's a lot more similarity yeah, in the cultures. Yeah. You find another, and one of my best friends growing up too was Asian, like or like Chris Shea. We're all cool crochet. with crochet you know what I mean how similar is our culture with yeah, it's from really the crazy the yeah that's no that's, you that's, know what I mean? that's that first generation like experience yeah you know what I'm saying? that shit you can't like <laughs> what's crazy is I was born here you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. but like it's it's crazy because my parents were so Nigerian that it's like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I know. It didn't matter if I was born here. Like, it was like, I, I, was, I, was, I was raised Nigerian. Whether you like it or not, yeah, you're going to be is, a Nigerian I mean, what in the American world. But yeah, I, I think all of that stuff makes it distinct in its own. And like, I want to do like fashion that relates to that. So for example, you know how like, we dress where, first of all, your parents never let you walk out the house without a belt and your pants on your waist. Yeah. And then we wait till we get to school and then we start saying. You just can't even leave the house swaggy, dog. Nah, bro. <laughs> not, not even close, not yo. Even close. You know what I mean? Or like, or like, for example, like just having to dress up every Sunday to go to church. And I'm yeah. not just talking about just certain types of stuff. I'm talking about dashiki, African wear, freaking tribal yeah. hat. Like, you know what I'm saying? I come downstairs in a button up and a yeah. <laughs> what is this? I mean, go and change, my friend. Like, you know what I mean. That's and real. but to to this culture, you show up to church in a suit and tie, you're and you're like, much. this guy is dressed for church. He's yeah, dressed for yeah. success. Come around my house, bro. If you don't wake up and you don't have on freaking, uh, you know, your African attire, bro, you're not dressed. But I want to tie. All of that into our sense of fashion. Okay. You know what I mean? So rock a dope dashiki with like some skinny jeans and then throw on some phone posits. Yeah. You know what I mean? Just style like that I think is dope. And you just, feel like you don't see people doing that? Not, not as much as I think it. It, it would be. Not the way you would You do know it. what I mean? <laughs> or like, or for example, like people in our generation thinking it's cool to like wear a Zara blazer, you know what I mean, with like a silk shirt and 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 some Chelsea boots. Like mm-hmm. the other day at Friendsgiving, seeing Twan with a sports coat on, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? It was like, what the heck? Twan? <laughs> you know that's what real. I mean? Like but those little things like that I think is dope style that's yeah. not really incorporated in the American culture as much as it should be. But what you're starting to see is like kids like us, the first generation African Americans, the first generation uh, Korean Americans that are bringing that sense of style and that sense of fashion into yeah. this. You know what I'm saying? I was just in New York the other day 
and I see I see like like the dopest thing. So there's this thing called minimalism, right? Where yeah. they were like all black, and you see this a lot in girls. Like they were like what minimalism? Black, means. black, black, and yeah. then just a pair yeah. of white shoes, white yeah. Adidas shell tops. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? So this whole idea of minimalism is in, and you know this is something that has been apparent ever since like four or five years ago when I was in like Germany and I would see a lot of Africans, they would just wear black, black, black. And then some crazy red shoes, like (laughs) especially Cameroonians, the pointy shoes that come like, like Aladdin. I'm like, what the hell is this guy wearing? You know what I mean? But then later on, and and you get to the party and everybody looking at them like they're fresh too. You're like the only one like, do I see, am I the only one that sees what's going on? You know what I'm saying? When did this change? When, when was the memo? This was okay. Yeah, <laughs> like you know. So that's the type of stuff. Like I'm, I'm trying to into 2018. I'm trying to not be scared to just do me. Like yeah. do what comes, you know, fitting to me. Like just because I think something is dope and somebody thinks it's stupid, I would be like, damn, because he thinks it's stupid. It might be, you know what I mean. But 2018, going forward, not just that, just from now, hence on, I've always, I'm starting to get the mentality that um, my perception is my reality, yeah, yeah. you know what that's, I mean. Yeah, and that's it's, real. It's <laughs> a hard, it's a hard thing to follow. It's a hard thing to stick to because you're so based on fitting in and like abiding to the social norm just for your mental psyche yeah, to be just so normal. You know it's okay. Are you know you just, what I so mean? So you can be a reaffirm. Like if you have people reaffirming you that it's okay. You know, yeah. You think it's okay. It's okay. You know your crazy? self-esteem is good. It's not bothering. Yeah, You're you fine. Know crazy? You're good. You know what's crazy that I was actually thinking about? Hmm. So for some reason, randomly, I was thinking about the whole, uh, remember the uh, Kanye West, Taylor, uh, Taylor, Taylor Swift? Swift? But the first fiasco with the whole like him running up on stage and being like Beyonce. Oh, yeah, yeah. The whole, <laughs> yeah, you know how that's like literally looked at as like a moment in pop history? It is. You know what I'm saying? Pivotal but what's crazy, when Kanye did that, he was like, Ostracized. No, he wasn't like ostracized. He's kind of. He was. But say, he was dog. Like everyone bashed him for was, yeah, uh, even, almost a year. You know what I'm saying? People would not let that live down. Like he was almost hated in pop culture. You know what I'm saying? Sure. For doing that to Taylor Swift. Mm-hmm. You look at it now, dog. Like the tables have turned. Like everyone's like dog. Like. Taylor's doing Taylor, too much. Who? Taylor's doing too much. She's always trying to like play the victim to Kanye. Yeah. She's always falling back on that mm-hmm. same end. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And it's just crazy how like the same people now that are saying blah 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 about Taylor Swift were the same ones that were saying blah blah oh, blah about Kanye. You know what I'm saying? It's like you works. can never one, I feel like you can never really please anyone. Every, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Oh, well, everyone. You know what I'm saying? Yep. But pleasing everyone is like you can't please anyone. You know what mm-hmm, I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. people sometimes people see everyone as one person. Like that's you know what true, I'm saying? If true, one person true. agrees with this, then every like everyone's agreeing with the same shit as mm-hmm. far as the general public. You know what I'm saying? Like once one person like once a a a crowd of people can say we don't fuck with this, then you have the followers just starting to say yep. we don't fuck with this either. And then everyone's saying we don't fuck, we fuck with, with this. It, yep. You know what I'm saying? But like with Kanye, it's just that like it's really crazy how you can see how Literally, time can just like change people's opinions. That's like li- nothing has changed about like other than that, those people like just living their lives and becoming mm-hmm. the people that they are. Like still, Kanye's doing questionable shit, but like still, <laughs> like literally, dog. Like and that's one. And what really, what really, I was thinking about is that how that's one instance in Kanye's life. Kanye's done so many things that people be like, 
ah, like what, what is he doing? Like ah, oh, fuck, well, man. Like, what is he? But great... like he still like looked at as an icon over this yeah. whole body of work because yeah. like after a while, every like literally like the shelf life between people being like fuck him for doing this thing mm-hmm. and then like praising him for doing that same thing is like three four years like well, three four yeah, years later people I are mean, pra- like when he was when you know what I'm saying when he was doing the whole like. I'm being fashionable, Kanye. People were mm-hmm. like, what are you wearing? What are mm-hmm. you doing? What are you wearing? You're a rapper. You shouldn't be wearing that. And then, like, now people are literally, he's got a whole line be- right. based on his sense of style. Right. But then, then when he was doing the, like, dog, with the whole Taylor Swift shit, like, now people are, like, on his side on that, on that, you know what I'm saying, mm-hmm. on that coin. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, dog, like, I feel like he's always done his shit, like, dog, like, fuck with everyone thinks I'm going to yeah, do what's, like, right thing. for me. You know what I'm saying? He literally... Every action he takes is like him doing what's right for him. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. like what he thinks is like right. right and for like him. the thing about it is that with visionaries, you know what I'm saying? Like they see these things before everyone else. I was going to say, you know that's what I'm saying? like a prototypical success story is like somebody going against the grain. Somebody Even like a nigga like, like Steve Jobs. Us. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like literally everyone. You know what I'm saying? Talking shit about the same exact things that you're mm-hmm. gonna praise you for after you're gone or That's after true. you're like after they just have time to th- let let shit play out. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like it's really crazy. I think it's a like especially in entertainment. Like people look, people like long for the people that go against the grain so they can first start by criticizing Criticizing see if they're really true about it see if it's something that's just like man he's just trying to just go against the grain just to get every mind or something that like they truly believe in something that like they truly stand for because one thing's for sure like no matter what you do, if you truly stand for something, you truly believe in it, you're going to get followers, like, no matter what. Yeah. You know what I mean? There's always somebody who's going to see your way. There might be a bunch more that might see the other way, but yeah. there's always going to be some that see your way. But in entertainment, it's very normal. You know, the Beatles come out, and they're this revolutionary, different, they're just, you know... At first, nobody fucked with the Beatles. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That style of music, the raunchy, how girls were just going wildly <laughs> mad over yeah. them. It wasn't, you know, it was frowned upon by the contemporaries, and yeah. that changed. You know what I'm saying? Elvis, the way he danced on TV, half of his stuff was censored. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But he Which kept going, and it changed. And now even bringing this model, using the Beatles reference, you know what I'm saying? People like the Migos, and I still know a bunch of people in hip-hop that don't fuck with the Migos yeah. because of their style of rap yeah. and this mumble rap and yeah. it's like but they are revolutionizing yeah, the rap changing, game dog, you, the whole like dog if you look at everything like dog we started off with the wheel mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? we started <laughs> off with fire we started off with people writing fucking shit on, on the caves. Wall, yeah. like you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. like shit evolves dog like you either evolve with it or you mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying you get left back, by the wayside you, you know what i'm saying you fall back yep. but like the, the, these things are moving whether you want them to or, or not. not you know That's what i'm saying true. like like whether the Migos are out or whether it's Lil Uzi Vert or whether mm-hmm. it's Twenty One, like this music is happening because people want to hear this. Like it's not because like like if people didn't want to hear it, then it would die. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, like nah, that's true. people want to hear it. That's why it's growing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like it, like it's like there's nothing you can do about it. So Love like it's, to me, it's like why? Are you, like what? What are we complaining about? Are we complaining because people like things that we don't like? Yeah, but I mean not even we because I like I like that shit. But remember you know what, what I said earlier? It's like everybody's scared of change. Yeah, you know what I mean. Most people, I would say ninety percent of human beings, only human nature to be scared of change. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's real. And so when people start to sense that coming, oh. 
oh shit, rap is changing from this. You know what I'm saying? It has to be. It went from being almost poetic to it being, you know, you we we went through, we Bro, grew up in the gangster rap. What's, what's age. crazy is it went from being stupid. It went from being to the you know what I'm saying? Like that nigga wasn't saying shit either. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like you want to talk about mumble rap, that nigga was what the But the rhythm, but the rhythm. No, okay, yeah. But like now it's still rhythm now, but now you got the flutes with it. Now you got like horns with it. In fact, yo, I think the artistry and beat making and producing nowadays is phenomenal. It's phenomenal, but also like okay, because like I think everyone will agree the beats are what drive this genre of music. Oh, definitely. But but I think there's something to be said about like the people that whether you want to call it mumble rap or whatever like term you want to call it, like the harmonization over those tracks, you know, oh, over no. those beats. Yeah. To me, that's something like mm-hmm. Young Thug. Like, okay, whether you can understand, say, very whether underrated. you can understand what Young Thug is saying or not, like his like melody his, his, and like harmon- harmonizing, harmonizing. Dog, like that shit. Like he's making good music. Bro. I agree. Like, there's a reason why like. Half of the country is bopping to this shit. Like, Yo, you know what I'm saying? Like, that, that's one of my things. So, you know, as well as I listen to every kind yeah. of music. And you've been to my house and heard me listening to Brazilian jazz. And yeah. they're out there speaking Portuguese. I don't understand freaking yeah, yeah. Portuguese. You know what I mean? be playing some fucking Despacito. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Gilberto Zhao or Kaleidoscopio. But it's all Portuguese. And I don't understand a lick of it. But yeah. what I'm feeling is the music. The music and I yeah. think for you know, music every, is undeniable. Like, it's undeniable. Mm-hmm. And there's for every type of emotion which I think you go through a million of emotions a day there's a different sound there's mm-hmm. a different music and that's what I listen to when I listen to music but sometimes that's not to say the lyrical content in some music is what drives that emotion yeah. and you yeah. see that in yeah. artists like Kendrick Lamar yeah. i tell you one thing about Kendrick listen to the first thing Kendrick Lamar always says on every track his first sentence his first bar is always the most eye-catching thing yeah. or mental catching yeah. thing it's almost like when you first started writing papers your professors told you make sure in your, your opening, opening paragraph you like, catch yeah. their mm-hmm. yo yeah. Kendrick Lamar every single track the way he starts will determine how good the song is mm-hmm. and he's one of those guys lyrically insane yeah lyrically and then you start to see how he puts together his music the production just even the layout of the tracks his last album every track was like a one one word name you know what I'm saying pride loyalty God you know what I'm saying all these things but all these stuff had a more uh, metaphorical a more poetic meaning towards them that leaves you digging for more and he does that in his lyrics you know what I mean ever since from his mixtapes that he started off with to the Section 8, Good Kid, Mad City. Yeah, really really what's crazy is like, look, I respect the hell out of Kendrick Lamar, but I've never been like a huge like, oh my God, Kendrick Lamar fan. But I do respect the shit out of his music. And Good Kid, Mad City was, well, Section 80 was really what like put me on to him. Like, Mm -hmm. damn, I fuck with this nigga. And then Good Kid, Mad City was like, damn, like this nigga is nice. You know what I'm saying? But then- but I mean, but I feel the same way. It's like, okay, like once I know that that's what you're about, then like mm-hmm. I know that's what you're about. So it's like I'm judging you on that scale. You know what I'm saying? It's like, nigga, I'm not gonna judge a Kendrick Lamar against a Two Chains. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm not, I'm not gonna do that. No, like, but you know there are people that put them there. I know there are people that make just sense. don't fuck with Kendrick make Lamar. Like, they, they just don't think, know what they're talking about. I mean, I don't know, but that's the weird thing about music. It's all opinionated. Yeah. I'll, you know oh, what yeah, I mean? The yeah, same yeah, people that are yeah. telling us, yo, Young Thug is 
trash. And I'm looking at them but like, they, what? But then they love Gucci. And it's like, what's that's, the difference? That's what I'm saying. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, so like don't, don't, don't tell me you can understand what Gucci's saying right. in his songs, you but know what you saying? can't understand what Ray Shrimmage saying in his. Like, you can't understand what anyone of is saying in any of them. But like, that's true. You, you know what I'm saying? Like, so, but, I hate when, I, or Boosie. Uh, Boosie. No. Look, I've never understood the hype about Boosie, dog. Like, bruh, like, Boosie's got the craziest fan base, which is cool. If Boosie you can build a fan base for yourself, that's yeah. lit. But like people saying that like Boosie's the realest, they fuck with him, but then mm-hmm. they don't fuck with like you know what I'm saying? These other mumble rappers, it's like dog, like what do you what, what? do you like yeah. what, what's the argument here? Yeah, you know what I'm saying? You, you see you're conscious about lyrics, but you love Boosie. I don't well I, I don't get it. And there are two th- I think music's opinionated, just like it art, definitely just is like opinionated. food. Like it is art, it's so your it is preference, right? But I can't say your preference is worse than mine. Yo, yeah, like that's what, what I'm mean? saying. I'll let people but, live in whatever their preference right. is. Like if you, that's what you like, that's, that's cool. You, like. you know what I'm saying? But like, don't just like make these blanket but, statements. But like Migos are trash. That's <laughs> my second that's not, notion. That's not real. That's my second notion. Is there are some people who just hate for no reason like yeah. like they love to hate oh this is, oh yeah, that, i don't real. fuck with them give that's me a reason real. why i don't know nigga i just don't fuck with them like yeah. what you know what i mean they are what he's saying right you know what i'm saying it's like, like you can't run one rap song word for word word like, for word a lot you know of times you can't understand what niggas are saying or Maybe you can understand or there are people sometimes. that but sometimes i can't understand what kendrick is saying yeah. This nigga talks animated as hell. Like he he does more like animation in his raps than like Nicki Minaj does. But, but that's like, the artistic you know concept. That's the art- artistic you know shit. I mean? But like when Nicki does it, people be like, ah, no. she's too she animated. Is. What are like? What are we talking about? That's like true. people. What's another another thing about people is they contradict themselves like way too much. <laughs> like, <laughs> like for them, like people don't even be notice how much they contradict them their own selves. Right. Like, I mean, that's that's just the essence of people just. Being people, I yeah. feel like there always needs to be an antagonist, somebody that tells you, "Oh, nine people fuck with this guy. I'm gonna be <laughs> the gonna ten, be that, ten that, that one nigga that's like, nah, he sucks, man. I don't have a reason for it. I'm they just fuck, sticking with that. You know what I mean? And then there are there are the people. I these are the people who I don't like, right? Where they judge music content based on like personal, like oh, like for example, Young Thug. Since we're on the Young Thug, I know a lot of people that don't fuck with him because he wore a dress and did a photo shoot for uh for who was it like Calvin Klein? Uh, or? No, he he wore a dress and on his album cover. On his album, on, but uh, was on, wasn't that like a top notch? Well, I think like, he did like another. Yeah, he it was. Yeah. I think he did another like photo shoot for, for like, one of like Tommy right. Hilfiger. Yeah, one that of sounds those. about right. Like you know a Calvin I mean? Klein type shit. But he did wear a dress on his a dress in the little uh, samurai hat right. on his uh, right. on his album cover. I think it was for. But Jeffrey. how come how come nobody's talking about um like the rolling stones yeah, when like prince prince was way prince. Out, like you feel because me? we pick and choose who pick you, and you know choose. it's like, like a personal you know thing it's, it's not it's, even it about the music thing. or it's like just uh you know I don't and honestly to. it's like why can't we respect the artistry okay That's like the, i mean to me it's like i like if you feel decided to wear a dress tomorrow to me it wouldn't really it would it would Change well, how I, I think I about don't know you. About that, it would change how I think about you. Listen, it would change how I think about you as Phil Nana. You're but right. like as a soccer coach, it wouldn't change how I think about. True. I felt. Like, I respect. You know what I'm saying? Nah, like nah, it wouldn't change that. how I feel about like the work that you put out. Like yeah. I, I, I have. I don't even agree with like Young Thugs. Like whatever. I don't know any. Yeah. I don't know him outside of his music. Yeah, 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 I only yeah, yeah. fuck with his music. Like That's I don't true. even. I, I don't care to know him. About, and honestly. 
that okay that's what i'll say i don't care to know him outside of his music because like i've only really fucked with him for his music mm-hmm. if we're talking about a nigga like j cole you know what i'm saying like j cole you see what he's out here doing in the community and shit yeah. so i fuck with j cole as a person honestly i don't even really like but you know what's weird is j cole had lost a lot of fans because of that and i'm one of the which people cool, that are like cool. talk he's no, going through bro, but a good period but bro like he's like a kaepernick without with it out yeah, here yeah, with yeah, the yeah. philanthropy yeah. dog like yeah. we need that we need that especially like in the black and hip-hop community we need people mm-hmm. who like to do mm-hmm. stuff like that mm-hmm. but at the same time like that doesn't really change how I feel about his music. Yeah. That changes how I feel about J. Cole. Mm-hmm. If you would have asked me four years ago, I would have told you I'd give no shits about J. Cole. You know what I'm saying? Like, because he does what he does now, yeah. I do fuck with him. You know what That's I'm saying? True. But it has really very little to do with the music. Like, I think he still has bars. I used to think he has bars back then, but, like, he doesn't make songs that I can, like, rock to. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Thugger makes songs that I can rock to. Like, yeah. I'll listen to Thugger at any party. Speaking you know what I'm saying? Which, like, you heard that... Uh, that new Future and Thugger album? Which jump? Oh, the Super Slimy? Yeah. I ain't even heard it all the way through. Jesus. I, yeah. <laughs> I'm late. I be so late with my music these Yo, days. Hey, you're not, you gotta get that I'll album. Listen, I'll be music, listening man. to the local. Shout out Little Village. Dirty Shafi. <laughs> yo, I'm trying to get that <laughs> CD. Yo, I, I heard it the for the first time G. in your car, yo. Yeah. That yeah. Little Village. That hey, sounds about right. Hey, that sounds about that right. That shit's good. And we another get, thing. We gonna, get, we another gonna get them in here. We gonna get, get them in here at some man. point. Yeah, get them in here. Yo, that's another on Monday. Shit dropping on Monday, twenty seventh. And the good thing is, hopping in that car, it was like unbiased me listening to. It. Yeah, I'm sure they would have been like, "Yo, to. this is my new CD. Check it out." I would have been like, too. "Like, I, would, okay, you know I guess it rocks because I, I, I know you." Been like, "Oh, this is." Whoever, tell me what you think. Right, <laughs> you know what right. But she was just like, "Who is this?" You know what I'm saying? And I'm I didn't even say it. She said, "This, this, this quad cool with them." Yeah. Because like, yeah. first I heard the first track, I was like, "Yo, this is kind of good." And I heard the second track, yeah. I was like, "Yo, this bomb." Let me Shazam it. So I tried to Shazam. And it didn't come like, up. Right, <laughs> I was like, "Yo, hey, uh, who's like bootleg?" Tried to Shazam it on the low. <laughs> yeah. Right. I was like, "This song is way too hot <laughs> to not be on on SoundHound." To know who. Like, yo, that you didn't you didn't ask me if. You try to shazam it, bro. I mean, who asked what song <laughs> is real. this anymore? What song is this? No, you know, it's real. funny. Like people shazam, ask so their I... phone, they just ask Siri, Siri, what song is that's this? That's real. That's you know real. what I mean? That's but yeah, real. dog. Hey, that booming, booming. <clears throat> and we again, we're talking about local ass dudes. Everybody that coming are, up, man. That are coming Everybody up, man. Coming so up. That's nothing theme. but love. That's the theme. I'm around the one two four, dog. Everybody's coming up. It's lit. Yo, you have no idea how much talent's in this area, man. I no. What's crazy is that I do. <laughs> I don't think a lot of people. No, honestly, the, the honestly, like no if idea. you if you if you talk to anyone that I've talked to over the last like two months, it's mm-hmm. just that like dog, like there's so much talent mm-hmm. here, and it's just that I'm trying to like touch everybody. Right. No homo. Like I'm trying, like and, you know, what I'm saying I'm like out here, like dog, like people, like people are looking to like. Make 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 like links with all these people that are already established. You right. know what I'm saying? Like people will be looking for who can who can help propel me or who can That's like true. put me on. And I'm just like looking around Look like around, dog like, like this person live here. This person <laughs> this person make music. This person got a crazy ass personality. All you gotta do is put a camera in front of them and, and they funny as shit. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, you know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. It's literally that, that's Love what yours, its yeah. nation is built off of. That's like true. its nation that's, is built off true. of people that are literally around me, dog. Mm-hmm. People that you know, people that I know that are just like Well let's yo, see what we can do. It's 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 funny how in hindsight, watching like the Spielberg documentary yeah. we were watching the other day and finding out all these George they all Lucas. Came up together. 
all these phenomenal directors. They were all they all grew up. George Lucas, they Martin Scorsese, up. Scorsese, uh, De Palma, dude like, that made uh, Scarface. Uh, yeah, you know what I'm saying. Steven Spielberg. It, it like, almost seems like every movie that we are adapt to, and every movie that we one loved them, growing one up and current, one of them, one of them made. was part of. One of them made. Yeah, and I'm like sure, a whole, bro. That's like literally like what's crazy is that like they were looked at as the outcasts of the film industry. Oh yeah, which is crazy. Yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I mean, it's not crazy because like in it, it probably mm-hmm. seemed that way. But like now, looking back, it's like and talking you know, about man. the going against the grain. Yeah, like Spielberg, doing what they were to how do like shit. that's I mean, my whole business. Model, you know what I'm saying? Like doing what I. I want to do to all these production companies and and studios were like nah if Spielberg's on this movie oh, yeah. we we're not touching one budget. he goes over budget <laughs> he two he blows too budget. much shit up oh, three yeah. it's just too much can't deal with it nope yeah. this guy fucks around and makes a banger like Jaws you know like you know E.T. all these movies you know all, what I mean all bangers what's crazy is that Steve before I even like so, so I didn't even really fuck with Steven Spielberg before that documentary I mean I, I respected what he did right I knew, his, I knew his work but I didn't like you know He's Sidney Spielberg. I know who he is. I don't. I'm not a fan. Right. But like that, Joan like made me a fan of his because it kind of showed like every time people doubted him and Yo, every time you know, he made a hit. Like, I thought. You know I thought. Like, thought no, nah, you're you bald. You bald. But I think it was bigger than being a fan of his. It, it, it turned me into a fan of filmmaking, yeah, of photography, of like how like, he went about it. Like bro, he he just had the mind for it. You know what I'm saying? Like everyone doesn't have the genius, mind for it. Like, bro. It's, it's Did you like, see the one where he had, you know, a normal, uh, you know, whatever, like directing, they would need multiple cameras set up in multiple locations to get different people's faces and shots that they need. Yeah. But Spielberg, when he did the one movie that was strictly based in the back of a cop car yeah. and there was a cop. There was another car behind the other car, which he had to show had their face. So <laughs> the he was view. he was looking at it in the rear view where you can see the main character's face looking at the rear view, be able to see his emotions and his gestures while he's looking and talking about the guy in the car behind. Yeah. And all this is shot in one, um, um, you know, one, one shot, yeah, one, one shot, angle. One yeah, it's um, crazy. The composition is right. what I'd see. He kept calling it. Yeah, you know I had, what I mean? I had, I, had, I had a whole newfound respect for Steven Spielberg. That Phenomenal, shit made me think, man. like, it's crazy because he's started that movie he already started that documentary saying he saw a movie that made him walk out of the Lawrence movie in Arabia he, I want to go watch he that saw movie, a movie bro. that made him walk out of the theater like I can't make movies yeah and then I saw that joke like damn like what the fuck am I? you know what's funny is that I saw that and then I saw the stay awake joke mm. like literally like the night before we went to go see the stay awake premiere yeah, yeah I yeah. saw the Steven Spielberg documentary and I was like dog I can't make movies you know? <laughs> I was like I was like I don't know what the like you know this is not for me like I was like not even that it's not for me but it's just like dog like I'm not as good as I think I am or like I, I don't know I was just feeling like dog like this is I don't even know if I can do shit like this right, you know what I'm saying right. like, I'm looking at this shit like <clears throat> I'm literally looking at everybody that that made this shit inside the theater they look mm-hmm. like you and me you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying I'm just like dog like they made this shit like I was bro, bro like I told you like that stay awake jump was like crazy yeah. you know what I'm saying like yeah. that shit was so well done you yeah. know what I'm saying as far as like how that shit was put together and all this that is, shit this is somebody who just uh, a year ago car, we were just kicking a soccer ball in the Duh. backyard like what are you about to do with your like man bro and um, it's just I, it's, but it's crazy but like I mean I don't know I kind of like I've kind of like talked myself back into the like alright like 
I just, you know, I I know I get into those modes with myself. Where you need them, like I'm in that like self doubt type shit. So I kind of like talk myself out of it. Right. The same way I talk myself into it. You know what I'm saying? But you know, you you need that. You need that in being a professional. You need that in being um in moving forward. Because remember, we started off talking about humility and yeah. how being humble. At least for me, learning humility in soccer while still being confident, but being humble, being like, damn, like I have something. To still strive for, like I'm not as good as I I want to be, yeah, yeah, or yeah, damn, as you want to be. These other people are better than me, but still having the mindset that that's not gonna stop me. Someday I'm gonna be better than they've that's ever real. seen. You know, keep yourself humble. Keep you know putting something up there for you to reach for every single time, and not telling yourself, "Yes, I'm good. Yes, I'm here. Yes, I can compete with stay awake." That's you know real. what I mean? You're on your like, nah. I got a lot of work to do. How do yeah. I approach it? You know, I go home and do the work. Like it's not even like yeah, you know yeah. what I'm saying. Yeah, that's not even trying to like to my horn, but yeah, that's like yeah, yeah. That's facts. I feel like you got that shit too, but uh, and, yeah, but it, what's what's crazy is a lot of people don't see the talent in themselves. Others see it in them. Like how I've always ever since from that um, shout out to the Maloney's. But uh, that that video that you shot for their for their <laughs> wedding, yeah. you know what I mean, and that was done off the cuff, just kind of like I'm gonna just you know I'm gonna go out there and shoot something. <laughs> I literally crashed their wedding. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I, literally <laughs> cra- I literally crashed, crashed their, their wedding. wedding. I, was like, yeah, yeah. I, was, I, I remember telling you like, dog, like I gotta go to this show. Yeah. That was like that was like almost when we we probably just moved back home. Like just moved us. back home. Yeah, I remember because that was like me- that was like what twenty. 2015 that was when we just graduated college that was super that was yeah I just moved back and I was like dog like I gotta go I was like dog I remember telling you like I gotta go I (laughs) I had two tickets it was bring my 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 ex-girlfriend and bring you and it was dope because I think it was worth man you came out with one camera I think you had one camera and you shot a phenomenal (laughs) wedding I mean uh, when we all came home and saw that, we were like, "Wow!" That and it, it captured the essence of what we were feeling that weekend. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. I think that was the most phenomenal. Bro, I watched thing. that shit and I feel like I you was. What's funny? Like that's that's what Spielberg said about Lawrence in Arabia when he watched it and he saw how like the one scene and the guy was looking up when he pulled out the sword yeah. that he first started with and it was an admiration of it. Then at the end, when all the blood shed and tears and he's looking at that same sword. And he's almost in devastated, like, I was once this person is great, and now, like, you know, it's a covered in blood, and I'm a murderer. And, like, just that relation that Steven felt in there, how he can feel that guy's change in yeah. character That's was crazy. what made him realize the art of filmmaking. And in you, how you caught the essence of that wedding, I think, is what caught a lot of people's eye in your art yeah. of video editing and, and photography. So, hey, man, hey, keep doing your thing, man. Keep doing I'm, your I'm thing, bro. Keep Trying, you know man. what I mean? I'm gonna keep trying, dog. I just, I'm I, for real. I feel like you, dog, in the sense that, like, mm. I, I, I just do what I like to do. You That's know what true. I'm saying? And I just take the opportunities that come my way. You know That's what I'm saying? True. Like, it's really crazy. Like, this whole conversation started off how you do your, how you went about with the soccer shit. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's what you know. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. this isn't what I knew like from day one. But like, once I figured out, I fuck with it. Mm. It's just something that I was trying to do right. all the time. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like it's like I w- like I paid to go to JJ's wedding, not even knowing like you know what I'm saying Ew. if I could go. You right. know what I'm saying? But it was like just because like 
Because one, I wanted to see all my homies that I hadn't seen in a long time. time, You know what I'm saying? And then two, I was like, dog, like, I'm just going to get, like, I know, like, because knowing how we were, like, in high school, I was Mm -hmm. like, dog, I know this would make for a great, like, not even not even wedding video, just like just a great like spring video, break just, type yeah. video. You know what I'm saying? And, like, and that, beautiful Cocoa Beach. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. We was in Cocoa Beach. I knew just knowing like my guys from then, like mm-hmm. I know like we're gonna be getting fucked up. We're gonna be doing like all kinds of Some shit. Some kind of shenanigans. You know what I'm saying? We're gonna get into all kinds of shenanigans. Mm-hmm. And it was just like, dog, I, I gotta be there. And I was just starting to like feel myself with the camera. I was like, dog, like I gotta like get there and I gotta start like, you know what I'm saying? Yo, it was but, good, man. And yo, one of the things, yo, I had this one coach, dope, one of the dopest coach I ever had. Um, he told me, yo, Pleasure in, he said, pleasure in the job puts perfection in the work. You know what I mean? So no matter what you do in life, like, if you don't find it pleasurable, if you don't like it, you're never going to get that perfection that you always strive for in That's whatever really you crazy. do. That's really crazy that you say that. I, I, mm. I've I never heard it articulated in that way, but mm-hmm. I agree 110% with that, like, that theory that right. like where that comes from it's you know what I'm saying cuz it's like because <clears throat> to me the only reason I'm not, the only reason I'm as good as I am right now with mm-hmm. the video shit is because like I fuck with it so much that I do it when I have nothing to do. That's true. And it's like I learn the most when I have nothing to do. Like mm-hmm. I learn, like I literally am on YouTube, like learning like different techniques when I have nothing, like when I when I don't even have anything to work on. You know what right. I'm saying? I'm just like looking at films and like looking at different techniques. You know what I'm saying? Like I, it, like it's it's really crazy how I because like and the reason I can point that out is because there's a lot of things that I've done like that I thought was going to be my profession or my living. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like, whether mm-hmm. I was in school and I was like, like, you take school, for instance. I yeah. did not study if I didn't have to. If I didn't that's have a true. test coming up, I was not studying. Did, you know what I'm man. saying? Like, yeah. that's the thing. Like, you know what I'm saying? If I didn't have, like, anything coming up, I wasn't learning biology. I wasn't practicing or studying right. biology in my own time. I wasn't mm-hmm. studying, like, how muscles work on my, like, in, <laughs> you know, bro, I was only studying it to pass a test. That's you know what I'm saying? True, and what's crazy is that, like, with the video shit, I look back to the time when I first moved back from home, or when I first moved back from college and moved back home, and, like, and I, and I got into the place where I was trying to figure out what I wanted to do, but I was, like, still doing videos mm-hmm. any chance mm-hmm. I had. You know what yeah. I'm saying? I was still, like, trying to find a living for myself. But, like, in the, say I had, like, two hours just to myself, yeah. I was working on videos mm-hmm. or, like, trying to learn how to, like, make, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, and that's kind of how I've, that's really how I've gotten better even to this day. Even it's now, like, when I don't have anything to do, I'm still, yeah. like, trying to get better at that. You know what I'm saying? True. Different aspects of it now. You know what I'm saying? Now it's, like... Yeah, I'm saying today I might be focusing on audio. Tomorrow yeah. I might be focusing on like... It's more specific. It's more specific now because now I know like right. what I need to work on specifically. But it's like there's all... I can always find something for me to learn and enjoy learning within the field. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Which mm-hmm. is like how you find that perfection because like anyone can be generally good at anything. You know what I'm saying? That's true. But like when, when you get past the general shit and you start to get to the expertise shit, it's passion. that's when you know who's like really about the shit. Cause like when you care about like things that people don't even notice, yeah. you know what I'm saying? 
You were going. Yeah, you know I'm saying like people notice. don't even, people half the people don't even notice like if the audio is good or bad. Right. I'm looking at videos that I've done up until today. Like dog, like the audio sucks. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Like, but no, but like I didn't I didn't even notice until I knew right. what I was looking for. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? It's just that like now I, like, I'm getting to that place where I'm starting to like trying to. I'm not even going to say I'm starting to try to perfect my shit because I still feel like I'm still trying to like get good mm-hmm. as good as some other people are just naturally. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? But still like for me, every day is something new. Every day is something like enjoyable to that's learn. Dope. So I feel like that's what it is like within the profession. Like that's how I know like this is the profession for me. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Because it's like learning is still fun to me. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Right. I don't feel like I'm in school learning. I feel like I'm. I'm not even in school. I'm still trying still to learn. Learning. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Like I'm choosing to learn. That's like, uh, <laughs> this is funny because one of the people that always gave me the greatest quotes in life growing up was Devin the Dude. Devin the Dude. And it's funny. You put me on. What's crazy that you put me on the Devin Dude and I feel the same way. Like, I love Devin the Dude yeah. because, like, bro, I feel the same way. Like, I, I want to hear where you're going with this. I could also say, <clears throat> Devin the dude got me started off on a lifestyle that was much different from what he was preaching in his music. In the sense of like, yeah, like, do what, for songs like, do what do the fuck, fuck you wanna, wanna do. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah. And he That's was real. preaching growing up. That's kind of how I like, feel now. Like, you know what I'm saying? Do what you wanna do. Like, don't lose that. Like, if you wanna do something, Make it work for Make you. Make it work. Literally, that's what no our excuses. whole conversation started off of. Like, you've made the whole soccer shit. Like, that's why I fuck with you so much is because, like, you've made the soccer shit work for you. Like, right. you you wanted to be professional. That didn't work out. But, like, you didn't give up soccer. Like, soccer is a <laughs> sport. It's not a fucking... Yeah. Soccer isn't a profession. Like, yeah. it's, it's, it's a it's sport. You know what I'm saying? General. So, like, within the sport, you there can find different... There's it. different professions and aspects of yep. it. You know what I'm saying? Yep. And it's crazy that you bring up the Devin Do shit because like I've always loved Devin the Do because like one, as a rapper, where rappers can like fabric they can fat rappers can say whatever they fuck they want to say <laughs> and people can believe it. Believe you know what I'm saying? Up, Devin man. has always kept it fucking real, dog. Like man. Blackville like, 79 like, is my yo, favorite song, say, dog. Blackville 79, that reminds me of my 98 Camry, dog. Literally, Everybody my 98 Camry is my Blackville 79, bro. dog. Like, if you haven't heard Blackville 79, you gotta yo. go. Just, just for the context of this conversation, please go listen to that song. That song but that is my speaks. favorite Devin the Dude song, dog. For real. Uh, and what a job. What a, what a job. job with uh, Snoop Dogg and yes, uh, who's the other man. person on that joint? Um, it's another it's, person I it's, can't it's remember. a southern rapper Ghost, Ghostface like, Ghostface isn't it? Probably Ghostface or E-40 One of those Ghost One of those Cali man. niggas Or I don't know I, yeah, I want to say uh, I don't know It's Snoop Dogg And, and, do, and Devin and Devin. Have I, have I told you about the time shit? I met Devin You met him Yeah I met Devin At, at the Fillmore This is when the Fillmore First <laughs> opened up In Silver Spring Me and uh, Sammy Speaking of Sammy Me and Sammy went up there To see It was Devin and Big Crit Speaking of which Big Crit has some fire out right now I haven't heard his new album I don't know if you heard that new album But What's that Wait wait a mighty long time Forever is a mighty long time Yeah Yeah I haven't even heard that That album Anyway But we went up to Hold on But I feel like Crit has that 
The only reason I haven't heard, well, not the only reason I haven't heard it yet, but one of the reasons I haven't been so pressed to listen to it is because I feel like Crit has that fan base that, like, anything he puts out, they're like, this is the fireest shit he's I mean, ever. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? So I never know what is real or what is not. He's still one of the most southern rapper like that. Southern as hell, and I like him. He doesn't just you know what put I mean? shit out. Like, yeah. he, he's very calculated with when he drops shit. He's, right. like, a, he's like a J Electronica, but puts more yeah. shit out. You know what I'm saying? I can also like, say... Because, like, with j he's like, like, everyone... Like, people be salivating at the mouth for j like to drop some shit. You know what I'm like, saying? Like, abs- like Frank Ocean, makes the you know hard grow like, fonder. Exactly. Yeah. And I feel like Crit does it on, like, a, but on can, like a good I level. I feel like Crit's shit was also a lot of politics and how his his deals were signed okay. and how just the entertainment all, industry did I don't, I don't, I don't play into all the music You know what I mean? Shit, but I, but I feel you. I also think, yes... Dropping the timing of dropping your your albums your your stuff is is key. Yeah. But yeah, so I met Devin when I went to see Big Crit and friggin' <laughs> me and Sam were standing. So if you ever been in a Fillmore, it's a small venue. Yeah, you know yeah, what yeah, I mean? Small, so small. everybody kind of crowds around the stage. So yeah, we were like sure. on the side of the stage, like as right you gotta walk through us to walk up the stairs to get on to the, oh, okay, like the right okay. side of the stage. So you see Devin coming in, you know, he has like that Snoop Dogg, like slow creep, yeah. like walking, like, you know, you definitely high as yeah, hell, yeah, bro, yeah. suited. Hell I'm yeah. talking baked. So walking up and then me and Sam are like, oh my God, bro, that's Devin. And Sam feels just like I do. We're like, like Devin Trek. was a staple yeah, in yeah, his high yeah. school. Like, bro. you know what I'm yeah, saying? You I wake know. up, listen to Devin. Hell you know, yeah. Dudes, Hell you know, yeah. so, you know, so yeah. we're like, bro, it's Devin. Oh my god, it's Devin. I'm like, damn, is he really that short? Oh my god, bro, it's fucking Devin. <laughs> How short was he? Dude, he was like five shorter seven. Than you? Yeah, he was shorter than me, dude. Damn. He was like five seven, five yeah. five eight. I don't okay. know. Okay, maybe it was just one of those days. But he was nah. so I was like, bro, it's Devin. So I just like I just reach out my hand in admiration, like <laughs> I just hope he touches <laughs> it. Just, <laughs> Grazed by it so I could tell everybody Devin yo, touched we, my hand. Yo, like I'm never watching. So he he walks up, looks at us. You know, I'm I'm holding out a pound, like like you know what I'm saying, knuckles. Yeah, yeah. He saw this hand like firm handshake. Yeah, you know what I'm <laughs> saying? Like, it's like y'all take it like, easy. Like he had a personal, like, y'all take it easy moment. You know what's crazy? Hmm. Is currency was the same way when I met him. And what's crazy is that like Okay, so Currency's up here to me. Like currency's like it's my that same goat. boat. He's like, like but that's he the thing. Like Devin is like Devin is like literally like this the the same type of person. Right. But the thing is, I can see currency and Devin being the same type of dude mm-hmm. in the sense that like man, they fuck with like people. The so life. it's like you know what I'm saying. Like they fuck they with fuck their with life. life. They fuck with people. They're not like so like into this whole like yeah I'm a star but right. I'm not like uh right. yeah yeah which is cool like and what's what's crazy I mean I feel like anybody can say that about anybody mm-hmm. but that's just, what's crazy is that like we hear you hear sometimes when people meet their their fame their their star that's like up there to them and it's right. like that person's an asshole you know what I'm saying I'm glad that my favorite star isn't an asshole. asshole you know what I'm yeah, saying that's, that's like huge. at the same time that's you huge. know what I'm saying that's, that's crazy, dog. I yeah, didn't even man. know you met Devin, dog. Devin is yeah. my guy. That's it was Devin's my guy. Is he, epic, I don't even man. think he's still torn. Nah, well, he dropped the, he dropped the album, album when I was in long, college. Bro. That was the last joint I remember. Nah, he just it was like one like three months ago. Lanny. Oh, yeah, he's got months. that cult following where he can drop some shit and niggas is gonna right. go get it. So. Right, 
But Devin is one of the dudes I thought he would always be a lot bigger than he turned out to be. You know what I mean? And he's also good at like acting and stuff like that. I saw him in a movie. I saw him in a movie. I can't remember what movie it was, but I didn't see him in a movie. If you see like his music videos, it's all about acting. His songs are all storyline. Yeah, no, that's that's what I've always. It's crazy. Like when I was making music, I was always like looking at like niggas like Devin and Currency who like. I, mean, I don't know if it's a weed type thing because even Snoop, like, I don't know if it's a like one of these stoner rappers. Well, right. I wouldn't say like Wiz is such a storyteller, but like a lot of these, like even Biggie, you know what I'm saying? Like a lot of these niggas is like storytelling story ass yep. rappers, you yep. know what I'm saying? Like they'll tell like, and De- that's Devin like to the core. Oh like, yeah, you know? Black Villain '79 is a story. What a job is a story. Uh, <laughs> There's another one where he Bro, was we talking got about. Some, I feel his, like his I feel girl like I cheating on story him. To, you said what? There's another one where he's talking about his girl cheating on him. And I like how, yo, his. He is so comically inclined. He's hilarious. Like, He's hilarious on the track, bro. Hilarious. It's still that's, serious. I think, honestly, I think that's why Lagville Seventy Nine is my favorite song. Because he says like, dumb it's, shit. It's, 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 like, a com- it's like a comedy going story. To it's like a comedy story. Dog. He talks about getting pulled over by the police. Like it's like a, right. it's like it's funny as hell. You know what I'm saying? Like, Rebuild all today when he's describing the car. Like, yeah, like oh, dog. You know this shit is crazy, dog. But that's yeah, yes, this one song when he's talking about this girl, his girl possibly cheating on him and he calls her and shit she gives him this lame excuse how she was just ran to the store to buy him some chicken and then he's like oh I'm talking about the whole song was like depressing like she's all gone yeah and he's like crying and then yeah. she finally picks up after he's been calling her for it seemed like hours yeah, and yeah, hours yeah. of just where are you I'm freaking out she's like I just ran to the store to buy some chicken he's like oh Oh, never mind. I'm gonna see you when you get back. Then, as soon as he hangs up the phone, she's talking to another dude. He's like, "So, did you handle that?" She's like, "Yeah, I handled it." What you tell him? I went in the store and get some chicken. <laughs> he fell for that shit, didn't he? Stupid ass Devin. Yo, yo that shit was that hilarious, shit man. That's like, yo, Devin is a yeah, fool. Devin's that guy, dog. But man, he's great, yo. He's definitely top. Top ten of for just sure. musical geniuses for sure, me, for sure, dog. He don't get enough credit, I think. Not at all, bro. Not at mm-hmm. all, man. Yeah, bro. But speaking of which, another thing I think that's pretty dope, and another thing that comes out in what I'm trying to do in the future, and like the fashion and the traveling documentaries, and just I just want to do a whole lifestyle thing. I think one of the dopest things that we had in our culture, well, especially mine, was like. My parents bringing me up listening to almost every different kind of genre. Like, my dad was into, like, country music, rock and roll, Elvis rock and roll. Like, you know what I'm saying? The oldest country music, like... um, I don't know, Alan Jackson, you know what I'm saying? From Alan Jackson to Kenny Chesney, Garth yeah. Brooks, like yeah. I grew up listening to all that stuff, to like the 80s arena rock, Cindy Lauper, yeah. um, all these, all the Aerosmith. What's crazy is I started fucking with like a lot of like alternative type, or not even alternative, but like all that type of music, like 
not through my parents, but just through like me living, through, you. Like, through mm-hmm. me like starting to hear them. Like mm-hmm. I worked for this chiropractor that played like all like eighty soft rock hits, and like you know what I'm saying, like just in the office, and like I was starting to fuck with like Hall and Oates, and like Hall you know what I'm saying, like, you know what I'm saying? like, just, like rocks, Simon bro. and Garfunkel, like, you know what I'm saying, like just like random ass like Def bands, and I was like, no, like these niggas rock, like you know That's, what I'm saying, like. Yo. Dog, like, and if you yeah. see, that's Doobie that's what, Brothers. I fuck with the Doobie, Doobie Brothers, Brothers, dog. What, did they make that What a Fool Believes? I don't know. I it was a band you. that made that. Yeah, yeah, what a Fool Believes. I know oh, what I song you're yeah, talking about. What a Fool about. Believes, dog. That's I just one don't of my know who sang it. Yeah, but, like, you know what I'm saying? I grew up in that in that whole thing, and like not to mention the various kinds of African music from yeah, Zouk sure, to Makosa sure. to folk to everything. Like we even listen to salsa, and in Cameroon we call salsa bachata. Yeah, so it's crazy. You come here, bachata is a whole other thing in itself. Music, yeah. But you know, I come here and I can dance a little bit of salsa, and I can do. And everybody's looking at me like, "What the heck is this nigga yeah. doing?" <laughs> do I remember one time, yo, this girl hits me up. Well. One of her friends, she's like hooking us up. And uh, so this girl like saw my pictures mad at me. So I want to go hang out with him. She's like, all right, yeah, I'll hook you guys up. Sure, sure, sure. So then the girl's like, I'm free this weekend. I want to come up. So she hits me up. She's like, yeah, she's coming up. You know what I'm saying? Let's go do something. What do you want to do? She wants to go dancing. So I'm like, all right, bet. Like, um, I know this salsa spot. She's yeah. like, bruh, I'm not trying to do no goddamn salsa. Dude. I'm trying to go to the club, shake my ass. Like, I'm yeah, trying to go listen yeah, to some yeah, track. Yeah. Like, trying to go dancing. <laughs> <laughs> nah, but, but that's how you When a girl it. says that's dancing, you yeah, you I'm thinking dancing. you want to go and, like, Dance, you know what I'm saying? Like, not twerk. Yeah, <laughs> like, twerk is like you should have said you want to go like twerking. Yeah, that's, go, that's a verb in itself. You want to go twerking. You want to go to the club. You want to go to the club, yeah. You know what I'm saying? You tell me you want to go dancing. I'm about to take you freaking salsa, uh, you know, whatever. Bachata, taking it up golf. You've been a yeah, golf. I remember. I remember you go azonto, yeah. yeah. you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Shake suki. your body. Like, the suki. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> choky out there, man. Choky. Like, So, yeah, bro. She was like, I'm going to try this goddamn salsa. I was like, Jesus, okay. Yeah. Do your thing, man. But, yeah, dog. Like, just because of that influence, I'm so open to a wide range of music yeah. now. You know sure. what I mean? So, like, some, some of my friends that produce all these guys, I'm constantly sending them tracks. Like, we were just talking about this. Have you heard the original to the J. Cole song? The Keep keep Your Balance, Keeping Your Balance, whatever? Nah. You, you've never heard the actual no, J. Cole song, though, right? I gotta go real quick. Like, yeah, it's not <laughs> even, like... I've... All right. Yeah, man. So... I know you you've heard the J. Cole song Losing Your Balance, right? Losing Your Balance? Yeah. Nah. You never heard that? That joint with TLC? Nah. That's like the first everybody got <laughs> nipped to J. Cole because of that song. Losing, losing your, your balance. balance. No, 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 no. never heard of it. Damn, bro. Never heard of it. Anyways, but yeah. that song originally it's a, a song called Balancé by this uh, Brazilian uh, jazz musician. Yeah. Um, what is it? Sarah. I forgot her name. But it's Sarah something. But that song is so dope, yeah. right? But it takes somebody musically inclined or somebody musically versatile to actually be listening to this track in the first place to be like, let's sample it. That's real. That's You know real. what I mean? That's real because I listen to when I be listening to like some tracks that like I just be listening to and mm-hmm. it's like I don't think really anyone that 
looks like me is listening to music like this. I, I hear a lot of these samples that like I'd be hearing in other songs. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, one of my favorite radio stations is 102.3. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It plays like a lot of, um, I wouldn't say oldies. Well, they play oldies, but like old, like, uh, like soul, R&B, like right. shit like that. You yeah, know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. And I hear like a lot of these like rap samples. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Just especially late at night they be playing like jumps that they wouldn't play during the day you know what I'm saying like they just play like a lot of like old shit mm-hmm. and it's like but the thing is like I fuck with that shit like, that was dope it's you know beautiful what I'm saying? Like, it's beautiful bro like it, I don't know bro even through like even up through like high school like I, you kind of put me on to like fucking with like a lot of different type of music too right. for real like if we're being like really honest like I like I was fucking with like Fallout Boy and like you know it's like OAR <laughs> and yeah, like yeah, yeah. Panic at the Disco yeah. and like bro like I was really like Paramore is probably like my fam Paramore I think has like my favorite like catalog of music yeah. of like any like musician this was in the punk that's, rock that's kind of a bold era. statement actually I don't know but like honestly like Paramore is like one of those bands to me that can do no wrong yeah. you know what I'm saying yeah. like like I, I love every song that they yeah. ever put out and it's like you know what I'm saying like it's different but yeah yeah but at the same time like that's completely different from like the type of music that I listen to on a regular exactly. basis exactly. you know what I'm saying but exactly. at the same time like I really love and respect like their sound and like Types of music that are like that, and even types of music that are not even like like I like with me with like music. It's like bro, like I I can like anything. Like I I really can like anything. So that's what I'm saying. Like a lot, a lot. And you're talking about the oldies station, and I feel like yeah, that's dope. But a lot of artists, especially rap artists, choose to go to that genre for their samples. Yeah, you know what I mean. And it's rare till you start seeing like like Wiz Khalifa. It's one of the reasons why I fuck with Wiz Khalifa art because he started sampling songs. Like um, on the Cushion Orange Juice uh, album, he has a song called um, uh, "What Is It in In the Cut." In the Have cut, yeah, in it's, the a, cut, it's like it's like a rock song. It's like a, it's like a, yeah, it's like it's this like a, alternative, yeah, it's like an electro. Like, it's called like, Fro Fro. Let, yeah. let, let, let go. So yeah, yeah. Let he go. started. Yeah, he started saying even it's that, almost uh, like elevator even that music. song. Even that song that fucking put him on. What was that song uh, that put him on? Uh, dream. Uh, we are always rocking for the thrill of it. Yeah, thrill of it. Yeah, like so that's Empire of the Sun. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So I'm mad into. I call it Euro alternative bands like Phoenix. You heard of Phoenix? Nah. Oh, bruh. What, Phoenix? Nice. It's pretty rare that I pick a favorite band because I just think music and is too big for that. And like, that my them? taste in music is too But Phoenix, if I could pick a type of favorite band, it'll be Phoenix. <laughs> Phoenix is this French band. It's like a four-man group from French. Yeah. And they do, like, this alternative, like, Euro, um, like, uh... I don't know, like MGMT. You've heard MGMT, like yeah, 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 kids yeah, 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 stuff yeah. like that. So yeah, it's yeah. like that kind of music. Yeah. And what's crazy mm-hmm. is I saw them for the first time at Sweet Life comfortable at the Sweet Life uh, concert with um, Kendrick Lamar. It was crazy. This listen to lineup: mm-hmm. Kendrick Lamar, Phoenix, Passion Pit. You've heard of Passion no. Pit, right? Damn. Okay. So Passion Pit is one of a Phoenix, Kendrick Lamar, Passion Pit, Andre three thousand. Damn. Right. Was Kendrick the opener? <laughs> Kendrick was the opener. This was my first time here. Nobody yeah. knew who Kendrick oh, okay. was. That's crazy. You yeah. know what I mean? Kendrick was opening. Yeah. And then Phoenix and then Passion Pit and, and then, then Andre, Andre of course. 
crazy. But now if you look at the scheme of things, Phoenix is one of the biggest bands out. You know what I mean? Especially a lot of people like where we're from and especially our dynamics don't yeah. really listen to stuff like Phoenix. Yeah, yeah. But Phoenix is huge when you're talking about this, you know, like electro, music. like that kind of music. You okay. know what I mean? And so and then now Kendrick Lamar is one of the biggest ones out in the yeah. rap. So it's crazy how that much star out. power was in that yeah, concert. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And Passion Pit 2 was pretty big for a while. They had a couple songs that made it big, but they just quite didn't do it. But, like, these bands are, like, staples in what could be used as, like, phenomenal, you know what I'm saying, music that we can all, like, get hip to or we can all sample. And one of the biggest things, and you've heard some of Roseland's tracks, and that's what I'm saying. Look out for his for his album, yeah. uh, Half a Dozen Roses, because this is what he does. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? He, he finds those little things like... Pretty lights, you know what I'm saying? Uh, cascade these these random EDM groups or whatever, and twist it and turn it to have this, you know, Afro pop influence, but still mixed with his great hip hop background. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And it's it's just it's beautiful to to listen to, and I love when artists do that. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's just crazy. That's just crazy. Yeah, bro. But damn, I feel like we could just be going on. Yeah, I'm gonna do that for this two shit. hours. Like, yeah, this shit got to end. <laughs> All good things gotta come to an yeah, end, man. Dog, like shit, man. Until but, next um, time. Yeah, man. It's my man, P Nance. Hey, Meg Show. Thanks for having me. Man. Signing out, man. Appreciate you coming through for Peace, real. Man. Um, you'll, yeah, you'll probably be on here more, more times. Yeah, I hope, so, man. I hope. Yeah. All right, man. Yep. We out. Appreciate you listening to this a podcast. Hit me up on thisnation.com. Watch my stuff on this nation TV. Your, 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 your.